You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, and today I'm joined by Heather Coons, a social worker with Salt Lake County Health Department. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. We're talking about maternal mental health. Right. All mental health is important to talk about. Um, And when it comes to then being a parent, it's just added stress, added anxieties, added depressions. And uh, do you see things kind of escalating then? If maybe you've already struggled with some mental health issues, when you then become a parent, do you see it becoming more? That is often a factor that can determine whether or not one is a high risk for postpartum depression. Anxiety is if they have already had those issues before getting pregnant. Um, So often it's important for people to understand that there are are ways to get treatment and um, it's best to check in early than later. So if one is already struggling with depression or anxiety, then it's certainly something that they would want to talk to their doctor about. So let's talk about a couple of the different things when it comes to making sure that your maternal mental health is in check and where it needs to be. So depression, one of those areas that we need to make sure is balanced. Right. And I think that it's really important for people to understand that maternal mental health, parental mental health are sort of there's a stigma behind it, right? And so getting the information out to our communities and out to people that um, perhaps wouldn't even think about it, that it's a really important thing to not only educate yourself about, but share it with others. There's a, a really great amount of people right now that are forging the way in maternal mental health and Um, getting the information out there. There's uh, Postpartum Support International. They have an incredible amount of information online, and um, I think it's really helpful for people just to begin to get educated about what maternal or paternal mental health is. Absolutely, because anytime we're adding something into our lives, Mm -hmm. in this case, you know, maybe it's our first baby or Mm -hmm. our second or third or or so on, All of the feelings come back into play, um, and maybe they hadn't before. And sometimes you don't think, oh, well, this is because I'm pregnant, or oh, this is because I've struggled with depression in the past. You just kind of go on with it because everything in your world is changing. Exactly, and that's really the message that I would want to drive forward for anyone listening is that Um, If you are struggling, you don't have to do it alone, and there is treatment, there is help. Um, You know, there's a wide variety of different challenges that people have anyway. I've been fortunate to be embedded within the Salt Lake County Health Department in the Family Health Program for the last three and a half years, and um, we have what's called Parents as Teachers. It's a home visitation program, and I've had such amazing 
insight really to be in people's homes and see what they go through and not just maternal mental health but fathers can actually uh, suffer from postpartum depression now you know there's new research emerging all the time and um, just knowing that oh I'm not alone and I'm not just um, going off the deep end or whatever however you want to call it um, there's something going on here and and there's a way to get help Absolutely. And on a side note on that for our listeners, we also have a podcast all about the Parents as Teachers program. So they can listen to that as well and yes. get some more information there. Um, but back to the maternal mental health and paternal mental health mm -hmm. because they're both right. so important. And so talking about anxiety, maternal and paternal mental health, some of the anxious feelings that we have as parents or as someone getting ready to bring a new life into the world, those anxious feelings are feelings that we might just think are normal because everything around our world is changing anyways, regardless if it's a first baby, a second, a third, and so on. Right. There's always a little bit of anxiousness uh, right. when it comes to being a parent and raising children. But there are signs to look for. Exactly. And I think that's really the most important part is to for people to find out what is the difference between, say, um, postpartum baby blues and postpartum depression and anxiety. Um, understanding that baby blues are a different thing. Actually, 80% of uh, mothers will experience the baby blues. Um, it's just that that should pretty much subside by three weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, they're even finding in new research showing that postpartum depression and anxiety can be up to two years postpartum. And so um, it's just really important to know and understand the difference between the two and to reach out to those mental health providers and those doctors that have some specialty in maternal mental health and um, understand that there is a difference. Right, right, exactly. So let's talk about some of those symptoms that could be included into that um, anxiety issue and what that might look like. Okay. Um, you know, often with the anxiety, you can have um, anger can emerge, which often um, people don't catch on to that. Oh, I'm just angry all the time. There's some kind of right. something going on with me that can be treated. <laughs> right. So um, often irritability, sadness, guilt, um, just lack of interest in the baby. And that's a that's something that um, I think is really helpful to understand is that it doesn't mean you're a bad person or a bad mom or a bad parent or a bad father. Um, there are, there's a lot of shame surrounding what we think we need to look like as a parent and what we need to provide. And, and we, you know, I think every parent really wants to be the best parent that mm -hmm. they can be. It's just that none of us get to be perfect parents. <laughs> and um, even though we would like to, it's helpful to understand that if I'm having thoughts of hopelessness or trouble concentrating and I just don't feel like myself, that's a big red flag to right. talk to my doctor. And a lot of moms and dads, especially new moms and dads, they don't always realize that because they think, oh, of course I'm feeling these ways because I am having a lack of sleep. I am right. trying to figure out exactly what's going on with this new schedule of a baby that I just brought home. And, right. uh, you know, I'm feeling like crazy things are going to happen every day. Right. And they're not realizing that 
those could are be all symptom. symptoms and could be trigger points to, right. to something bigger that they can get help for. Right. They don't have to feel like that. Right. And also being able to um, know that there are solutions. So mm -hmm. when I'm educating behind this, I like to really um, provide the information so that people can have an idea of what maternal mental health is, but also, okay, so I find out that's what's wrong and what's going is going on, what do I do about it? And that's another thing I really love about the Maternal Mental Health Collaborative. They have an acronym called SNOWBALL, and it um, talks about what you can do, and sleep is the first one. <laughs> Imagine that. Yes, and it is easier said than done, mm -hmm. right? So. They talk about, at the very least, getting at least four to six hours in a row and partnering with your family on how that can happen can make a world of difference, whether somebody needs to take the first feeding, um, but really knowing how to support mom in mm -hmm. being able to get that sleep and just moving towards those solutions and, and we can do better as a society, right? We can do better. Right. So um, finding out, well, how can I support my loved one? How can I be helpful? And I also think it's important to note that, you know, if you are feeling these ways, that you aren't the only one. Exactly. Don't put yourself in a corner thinking that you're the only one having these feelings of, you know, insecurities and um, anxiety and, and depression and racing thoughts. Um, because you are not on an island. And talk to other moms. Talk right. to support groups. Right, and there are support groups out there. Actually on PSI, let's see, it's utahpsi.org, the Postpartum Support International just for Utah. There is a list of support groups, um, and there's also a list of all of the providers, mm -hmm. most of the providers in the Valley that specialize in perinatal mood disorders, maternal mental health. Um, and just even starting that conversation with your primary care doctor or with right. your pediatrician. Right. And then, of course, mom and dad are so important when it comes to mental health, but we want our baby's mental health to be good as well. Right. So let's talk a little bit about how that is reflected and, and how we can kind of keep an eye on their mental health also. Right. And the Utah Association for Infant Mental Health is an existing organization, which I can't even imagine knowing about that 25 years ago. It just didn't exist as far as I know. Um, but understanding that infants do have certain needs emotionally that affect their emotional and mental well-being. And I love that people are leading the field in infant mental health because it's a whole nother piece and I mean it's something that is a whole nother area to delve into. Right. Um, but they certainly um, intermix and cross over between uh, maternal mental health and infant mental health because one needs the other. Absolutely because you're kind of a victim of your own environment in some cases mm -hmm. especially with children. Right. And I could imagine that if you are making sure that your baby has healthy mental health uh, from the beginning, that that will continue to go with them as well as they continue to grow and um, become their own little people and 
um, find their own securities. Right, of which they need mm -hmm. to be able to express themselves. I think often when people educate themselves behind infant mental health, they may have less anxiety and stress because they understand, oh, baby's crying for this reason. Baby is not trying to be manipulative. Baby cannot be manipulative. Right. That is not possible. And I think a lot of times educating families and parents that don't know, um, they're just they're just simply doing what they can do to get their needs met. And um, just knowing that alone can be very helpful. Yeah, and I can imagine that um, with your baby and your children's mental health, that also plays such a factor um, as they continue to get older and grow and maybe start a new daycare or go into preschool or kindergarten. And, uh, you know, they're seeing different providers and caregivers and that right. kind of attachment and detachment. Right. And that plays a big factor with their mental health as well. Oh, indeed. And I think that um, getting this kind of information, but also keeping in mind that um, just because we may not have done something that we think is is the best or we've made a mistake, um, really being able to talk about it rather than go into that shame place where, oh, mm -hmm. I'm a bad mom or I'm a bad parent, um, but just having support behind that. And that's where you know home visitation programs can really come in. Development-centered parenting is so important for families to be able to have that information so that they understand the things that they can be doing um, to be helpful and promote um, different skills that it's kind of funny to me because I, I, knowing what I know now and what I didn't know then, um, babies are just, they're always doing some kind of exercise mm -hmm. of sorts. Every little muscle they move, every, you know, tummy time, you know, they need to build their little muscles in their neck and just knowing that everything they're doing is they're developing something. Yeah. And starting to have an idea and understand what those are is just one of the most helpful uh, things I think for parents that I've ever come across. Absolutely. So for our listeners, um, again, kind of a list of resources where they can find information um, if they have questions about their own mental health or their, their partners or their babies, or if they're listening for someone and they think, you know, I, I think my sister or my mom or my aunt or my cousin right. or their partners could use some of this information, where can they go? And thank you for asking, um, in part due to maybe not making the situation worse. If somebody's concerned about a loved one, find out first what they can do to be supportive mm -hmm. so that they don't you know, interrogate or make the situation worse yeah. or blame. Um, for a person that is experiencing those symptoms and concerns, um, Postpartum Support International is a huge resource um, and there's also one for each state so the utahpsi.org um, the maternal mental health collaborative of utah um, is kind of interconnected with with psi now um, but both of those websites have a plethora of information um, one thing that i want to point out that has been challenging for for families that i've noticed is there's not a ton of maternal mental health specialists out there and it can be exhausting mm -hmm. um, just to get out of bed, let alone reach out and follow through with that doctor appointment. And I just want to encourage people to keep trying. Yeah. Try, just keep trying to find that support. Um, continue to educa educate yourself. Look at Snowball and the, the simple things in that acronym. 
of sleep, nutrition, omega, mm -hmm. uh, fish oil, um, just those um, things that are listed there that, granted, I don't know that any of us can do all of them all the time perfectly. However, to know a few things like that that one can focus on to improve um, their mental health is incredibly useful, I think. Yeah, thank you so much for all of these um, wonderful tips and the information, the resources. Uh, it's a big help, I know, for parents around the state. Heather, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And that concludes uh, this episode of the Baby Your Baby podcast, talking about maternal mental health, paternal mental health, and of course, keeping your baby's mental health healthy as well. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.